Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, my guest today is one of my absolutely favorite instructors from the most magical place in the world called Rancho La Puerta. If you're interested in going with me for a group experience at a discounted rate, please email help at chefaj.com because we've already got one group set up for next year and we're trying to set up a second because there were so many people that wanted to join us. Well, today, Jill, who's been on the show before talking about her club change, which is absolutely fabulous, and she has another one coming up and you can even try it for free once if it resonates with you. She's going to talk about the magical recipe for self-healing, which includes a little bit of meditation and chant. If you've never been exposed to that, I think you're in for a real treat. Please welcome Jill to the show. Thank you for doing this. I think morning is such a nice time for this. Oh, morning is a beautiful time for this, Chef AJ. And thank you for inviting me to chant. Absolutely. It was such a fun class at Rancho and I want people to experience it, uh, you know, because I think it's something that they may not be familiar with. Yeah, I enjoy it because I would say the majority of the people who come to my class for the first time have never chanted before. And I like to call it the kind of the minute rice of meditation because when you kind of get in breath and get in your body and get in this instrument, your body can be and is a sound healing instrument. When you just rest in that um, and then the silence after, it truly is magical. Like you go, you go right to a meditative place. You're, you're out of thinking. Well, you have such a match. I love your voice. I mean, I just think anything you did, like reading the phone book, there's just something just very soothing about the size of your voice. And Angela, who's watching live, says you remind her of the actress Colleen Dewhurst, who I wasn't familiar with. So I Googled her. I, I could see that a little bit, Angela. Oh, well, I don't, I'm going to have to Google her myself. <laughs> oh, nice. So we should let people know that while we're doing this, there's going to be moments of silence. So they don't say no sound, no sound. Yeah. So, um, so the beauty of chant is that you get into breath. So I will guide people into posture and then I will lead you in sound. And then people will hear this sound, which is a rain stick. And when you hear that sound, because my eyes are going to be closed as well. Can I, I enjoy the experience with you. It helps me lead everyone in a in an authentic way which is important to me you so know. um we'll chant and then when you hear that sound we'll be done with the chant and we'll chant it one more time and then we'll just sit in silence for a couple of minutes so that people can truly experience the beauty of sitting of just being like we are we are all so busy doing as you know as i know um it's very easy to get caught up in your calendar and your should do this and have to do this and need to do that. And the truth is when we can take just a few moments in the morning to sit, and it actually doesn't have to be in the morning, it could be any time of the day. If you could just take two minutes to own for a little bit and then sit for a few minutes after, you will receive all the benefits of chant, of breath, of mindfulness. At least that's been my experience. And I have to admit, I actually coughed in the chant class for the first time last week because I've had some kind of sinus, post nasal something going on. So I'm gonna apologize right up front that if it doesn't sound perfect, that's okay. Like it's not about singing, it's not about performing, it's not about harmonizing. It literally is about breathing and vibrating and sending both yourself and the world around us these beautiful 
vibrations. And I, I came into it through bedside singing, believe it or not. So I initially chanted in yoga. I did a yoga teacher training in Northern California, up in Half Moon Bay, and loved the chanting. So I learned a bunch of the chants, bought a CD, taught my nieces, started doing it regularly, memorized them. And then I joined a bedside singing choir and realized in real life how important sound vibrations can be. Like literally this woman came out of almost a comatose state and grabbed my wrist and we were all just crying. And I was like, whoa, this, this is big. This is real. This works. So I ventured on my chanting path and then the opportunity opened up at the ranch for me to teach it. And so now it's up to twice a week and it's become quite popular, even though it's really new. And I also now do it on Zoom and I've got a you know group of people that join me once a week live and it's a, it's a journey. It's a fun journey. And I'm really glad that your listeners have joined us today to give it a try. Yeah. Well, you know, they even have a class at Rancho called Sound Healing, and that implies that sound is healing. And it's, it's my understanding, it's, it's if it's not the most popular class, it's one of the most popular class. It's always packed. And personally, it's my favorite class because I, I just I come out of there just like like healed. Like, I mean, yeah. I'm not kidding. I don't even understand because I go there. I lay down. I wake up 45 minutes later and I'm like, what the heck just happened? Right. Well, you vibrate. So you receive sound vibrations and depending on what instruments they use, whether it's gongs or koshi chimes or, you know, I play the crystal bowls in that class as well. Um, and we'll even chant. But chanting, you're creating and receiving the sound vibrations. In that sound healing class, you're literally lying down or sitting up and simply receiving vibrations. And it touches every cell of your body. You figure we're made mostly of water, right? So all those cells vibrate and they vibrate differently depending on the sound wave, um, what megahertz it is. And some people can go into a theta um, brain state and it's, it's, you're right, it's very, uh, what's the right word? It's very restorative. It's yeah. very restful. It's very calming and it's very healing. I love it. I love those crystal bowls. Yeah, they're delightful. And Oak Tree Pavilion is such a beautiful space to do it in, right? In that the is my favorite. Our, that's my favorite room at Rancho La Puerta. Mount Kuchima. Yeah. 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 Nice. So should we, should we try this on Zoom and see how it works? I think yeah. we should give it a try. So, Janet says um, you do have a nice voice. You should really, honestly, if you have any time, do some voiceover because you've okay. got this. I mean, I know some great teachers that you can study with on, I mean, not that you need to study, they just get you the jobs, you know, right. you already know how to do it. They just give you, you know, tips and tricks on yeah. how to get your demo reel because you have a great voice. It is not the first time I've heard that. And so I may just reach out to you for that, Chef AJ. Yeah, I, I reach out I just to you for a lot. It. And this, that could be one additional thing to put on my path to rewirement. So, um, which is yeah. <laughs> So I'm going to invite every, well, they're all muted out, right? Except for you. So I'm Yeah, except for me. And once you start, I'm going to mute myself. So there won't okay. be any. All no. right. So everyone, if you can get in a comfortable position, because if your body is struggling in any way, shape or form, your when you close your eyes, which I'm going to encourage you all to do at a certain point, um, you would like this container, your sound healing instrument to be comfortable, to be at peace. And so if you close your eyes right now, and the first thing that comes to mind is, oh my God, I'm sitting upright or my knee hurts and my back hurts. Move it in a comfortable place 
so that you can allow this container, this instrument to be comfortable and be free of thinking because that's part of the beauty of chanting. So we're also gonna chant in Sanskrit, which was a language created to chant. So the phonetics are important. So I invite you in the, in the privacy of your house to you know shape your mouth. So actually, so everybody put your right hand, you don't have to mute that yet. Put your, it's Chef AJ, you can be loud out here. Put your right hand on your belly, inhale through your nose, let your belly come out and give me an ah. Ah, and everybody, you feel a little bit of vibration there. Chef AJ, I see you're not joining me. Join me now with your left hand on your chest, on your lungs, on your heart, and give me an O. Oh, and you can feel the vibration up there and not in your belly anymore. And then leave your left hand here on your chest and move your right hand to your lips and your face and give me an mm. Mm, and you can feel like this is the magic. You can feel vibration up here and not here. So that is just like what the bowls do. It's you're moving vibration through different parts of your energetic body, through parts of your spirit. And the last sound of OM is silence, which goes out the top of your head. So if as you breathe down, you can be rooted down in your root chakra and we'll chant OM together many times and be fearless, be courageous with your expression. Um, you know, then, I forget whose book it was, but humming even can help people with anxiety. Yes. yes, humming is wonderful. It's a wonderful exercise. Now, notice the difference when you hum. So let's just take a breath and hum. Hmm. Notice how that energy goes down and you can feel the vibration go down. So that's the difference between humming and inhaling and chanting. Um, can you yeah, feel that kind of rising down, up? Right. One is down, one is up. One is up. And, and that's just, that's changes with breath and it changes with energetically and it changes how your mouth is shaped. And so that's, that's the magic. So you're about to experience that magic. We will own together a number of times until you hear this or see this, but hear it. I prefer your eyes be closed. My eyes are going to be closed. And then we'll chant on one more time and then we'll sit in silence. And then I will verbally bring you through a second chant and we'll sit in silence and a third chant. I think we have time. Yes, we have time to do that. And then we'll sit in silence and then I'll open it up for questions. And if you guys want more, we'll do more. And if not, we're going to do them all in unison. Um, I won't do any call and response, but we could do that later if you guys want to, if we have time. So we'll see. So take a breath. Close your eyes, tuck in your chin, which aligns your spine in a way that allows for breath. Put your hands wherever you want, maybe palms up on your thighs, maybe palms down, relax your shoulders. And just notice your in-breath and your out-breath. Arrive right here, right now, in this time that you've joined me and Chef AJ for chanting and sitting in between the chants. Now let's join me for Om, Ah, Oh, mm, silence until you hear the rain stick sing. There is no and every translation to Om. It is a sacred sound. It's everything and nothing. Simply be sound. And you can join my breathing, or you can do it at your breath pace. It matters not. But Om.
until the rain sticks in. Sound, silence. In breath, out breath. My chant, your chant, our chant. All perfect, just as they are in this moment. This breath, this container that is you right here, right now. Drink it in with your breath. Receive it with your breath. And we share it with chant. Maybe in the silence in between you notice thoughts. Chant really helps cleanse your palate of thoughts. You do notice a thought, possibly choose to just let it go right on by. Come back to your breath. You're being here right now. This next chant we're gonna do is two syllables. So hum. And that broadly translates to, I am that I am. 
So again, join me at your breath pace. So hum. Or join me at my breath pace, whatever you like, until you hear the rain stick sing. When you hear the rain stick sing, we'll be on the second to the last so hum. And we'll sit again in silence after. A little bit longer this time. Now I'm going to apologize now if my neighborhood gets a little noisy during our silence. So please join me until the rain stick sings. I am that I am. So hum. So hum. So I am that I am. You are that you are. Even on Zoom, we are that we are here now. There might be other sounds around you. They are here now, too. Breathe in that acceptance, that loving acceptance of you here now. Simply being, simply chanting, simply breathing. Maybe you already feel the extra space in your spine from chanting. Maybe you feel the extra space in your mind, in your spirit, 
your body. Allow. Accept what is. Perfect as it is in this rich moment. As I said, Sanskrit was created as a chanting language. And this next chant is a chant to chanting. Om Mani Padme Hum. And it goes a lot faster and it sit further sanctifies your mind, your body, your speech. It's also a chant that you've most likely seen on many a prayer flag. We are sending through this chant, both to ourselves and to others, wishes for safety, wellness, happiness, and freedom. So please join me. This one goes a little bit faster. Breathe whenever you can, whenever you want, until the rain stick sings. Oh, Mani Padme Um, oh, Mani Padme Um, oh, Mani Padme Um, oh, Mani Padme Um. Oh mani padme um 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 Inhale, love. Receive, love. Knowing that you've also shared these sacred ancient sounds with the world. When you treat yourself with kindness, you treat the world with kindness. One breath at a time. So I'm gonna tuck in my chin and open my eyes. And I invite you to share any questions or comments with Chef AJ. And I invite Chef AJ to unmute. Here we go. Yes. How best we should proceed. Here is a question I saw, and it's funny because I'm a little bit nervous because after we're done, the reason we broadcast early today is because I have to get on a plane because my dog's having surgery in LA. 
And it really did calm my nervous system. And there's a question just on that from, I saw it a second ago, I think it was from Jennifer. Where did it go? Here it goes. And she says, is this known to help calm the nervous system where you can physically feel tingling and to help calm the sensation? Oh, well, I, I, I don't know how, it definitely calms your nerves. I mean, meditation, sitting and simply being with your breath consciously and adding this active breath with vibrations is calming. It, 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 it vibrates every cell in your body, which allows them to settle in a new place. So if you are in a new place because you chanted, because you intended those sacred sentiments and been in your breath and been in peace after that, yeah, it's calming and tingling. Um, if you felt tingling, good for you. I think that's great. If it's a pleasant feeling, if it's not a pleasant feeling, <laughs> I don't I don't really know completely how to answer that question. I don't think I've ever really had tingling. Um, but I certainly experienced tremendous peace. And I've now been doing it for so many years that the minute I kind of go into that second chant, I'm in a deep place. It's a little bit different for me today because I, I'm not usually recording it and, and talking about it at the same time. I'm usually deep in the practice while I'm doing it. And so I even get to notice that. I get to notice like, oh, Jill, you're thinking about this. Let that go and simply be breath and be where you are in the present moment. I, my sense is right now it brought you calm because you could just be here now, not thinking about catching the plane or how your dog's gonna do. Those are all like, I mean, they tend to be worried thoughts or expectations or you're grabbing at some future thing that really the future only exists in our thoughts. It really doesn't exist except in our mind. And the past, and some of those worried thoughts might happen because in the past you've missed a plane or the dog hasn't done as well or whatever, right? Like, and that's a judgment or an experience and those all exist in your mind. So when you have this rich opportunity to sit in your present being and being honest with your present moment with your breath and then giving it a little sound bath to helping it along, which is what I call a chant. Um, I find it much easier and deeper to sit in a place of peace and presence and mindfulness. Nice. Let's see. Somebody is saying that uh, it calms the vagus nerve to uh, to to do this type it of thing. It does. It vibrates the vagus nerve because the vagus nerve comes from the bottom, you know, of your of your sits bone, your root chakra, all the way up into the top. So it certainly stimulates all of your chakras. It stimulates oxygen flow. It um, it increases breath capacity. It moves blood around, it moves thoughts around, right? It moves, it vibrates and you could feel it vibrate. And so there's, um, there's some chant, there's a chant that we do to um, Ganesh, who's the remover of obstacles. It's a mantra to Ganesh, who's the deity who's half elephant and half human. And it's fun because usually we do it when we're about 20 minutes into the class 
And that's about the point in time when maybe some part of your body, when you're not used to just sitting still for 10 or 20 minutes, which can be anxiety producing unless you do it a lot. And then it gets super peaceful. It's like, whoa, I can be at peace no matter where I am. And if I'm not, I can notice what it is is speaking to me, whether it's a part of my body or some worry thought that I can't let go of. Because as human beings, we're, we're, we're prone to latch onto something and have it repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat and repeat. So the ability to notice that you're having a repeat thought and then choose to do something different with it, maybe let it go or, or go deeper into it, um, it's a rich, blessing and byproduct, I think, of chanting and meditating. Why do so many people have trouble doing this kind of work, even just sitting still or closing their eyes without getting restless? Oh, I think our culture, if you go to some other um, of the, of the Southeastern um, and Southeast Asian cultures and some other deeper, longer cultures, they have more practice at simply sitting. I think as Americans, we're used to having a lot of space. We're used to doing where we reward achievement. Um, so I think we have it drilled into us culturally in a lot of ways in school and, and every place to do, 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 and do better and do better. When sometimes to do better, oftentimes to do better is to be comfortable with yourself when you're not reaching for other things, when you're being totally at peace with yourself, and then engaging with other people or with other processes from that place, from a place of compassion for yourself and then compassion for others. And I mean, I, I fail every day. <laughs> I fail all the time. But the more I practice it and get honest with that, the more I'm able to, to stop that, stop that habit, you know? Um, we do have 20, I've heard everything from 20,000 to 90,000 thoughts a day. Let's just settle at 70K, right? Whatever. Nine, and somewhere you hear different from 70, 90% of those are repeat thoughts. Let's settle at 80. You know, it doesn't matter. But the truth is that, that actually I'm, you're kind of moving me into my set your intentions class, but it's true because these, all these things, being intentional with your thoughts, being intentional with your breath, being intentional with your intentions and your habitual practices changes the way you are. And so for me, this is being intentional with your breath in a way that allows you to possibly choose your thoughts and notice when you're having a negative thought or a critical thought, and then choose to ask yourself why and, and possibly think if there's a new way to look at that, just like there's a new way to look at your habits or a new way to look at the way you move Right. So if it's uncomfortable, like if it's uncomfortable sitting just even for these 15 minutes or 20 minutes that we've done it, I would invite you to come back. <laughs> this is not self-promoting, but I would invite you to come back and listen to this maybe a couple of times this week and see if every time you do it, you get a little more comfortable. It's practice, you know, life is practice. So do you use singing bowls in your practice? Asks Jennifer, how can we use singing bowls in your class? So I use singing bowls in my practice, but not, on, not for my Zoom class. My Zoom class is like this. Everybody's muted out and I, they just chant with me or repeat after me. 
um, in my yoga classes that I teach, in the sound healing classes that I teach at the ranch, we use singing bowls. In my actual chant class, I don't. Um, I'll use singing bowls in some of the meditation classes to help people come in and out of their meditation practice in a way that's not, you know, my voice, thank you for loving my voice, but sometimes it's nicer to bring yourself back to conscious proactive thought with a sound vibration. I use singing bowls in my home all the time. I, I, I use it to cleanse the space. I use it to help me uh, get into the present moment, to breathe into that presence um, using sound vibrations. I use rain stick. I use Koshi. I love the Koshi chimes. I don't have it sitting here. It doesn't come across well on Zoom. My chant um, class members can't hear it. So pretty much the rain stick is the best thing on Zoom. But in the classes, I mean, I love the both the Tibetan metal bowls, which are an alloy, and they their sound changes depending on kind of what instruments you use to sing them. The crystal bowls are just delicious in their clarity because they're molded to a certain sound. Um, so the answer to that question is yes. That was a long, a long answer to yes. Thanks. Um, Janet says you're really good and she wants to know where you are. Like do people, I mean, is Rancho La Puerta the only place you teach in-person classes or? Um, no, thank you for asking. So, um, and I actually was going to say chanting Om, you can be your own singing bowl. So I, I'll get in a car and I'll, t I'll, you know, I'll notice I'm in a rush and I'll just sit and take a breath and chant Om a couple of times while I'm driving and it calms me. So this is a really good road rage antidote. <laughs> um, so I can be found on my website, jilltheory.com, J-I-L-L-T-H-I-R-Y.com. And there um, on one of the tabs is reserve a class. And somewhere on that page is my chant class. So every Monday morning at 7 a.m., I lead a live uh, 45 minute chant class where I interact with um, the participants, just like we're interacting now, although they're muted out for the entire class. And we end it quietly, like I just end the meeting so that people can continue their sitting meditation after that class and start their Monday work week with just this beautiful, peaceful, mindful place. Um, and that's, that's, well, and then I do quarterly ones. So it's, yeah, I just did a, a vernal equinox chant. And I usually do those in the evenings because some people can't join me in the morning. And so once a quarter, so soon I'll put in a winter solstice one that I'll do somewhere around December 21st. And that's the sign up for that will go up probably in November sometime. And then at the ranch. And then of course on this YouTube, on the ranch website, there is a Voices of the Ranch where when I left, uh, when COVID hit, for some reason, this is this is such an amazing story as I kind of just continue to live my life into my practice and into my business now, I guess. I was leaving the ranch and I was compelled to go to Malagro, which is our meditation gym. And it's this beautiful place where we don't chant in that anymore because it's too small. We're now chanting outside, which is delightful as well because the birds join us. But I went into Malagro and I just sat down and faced our sacred mountain and chanted Om, just like what we just did. 
And I had my phone with me because I was leaving the ranch and it was a very misty, uh, I guess it was March day. And so I just sat and chanted to the mountain and I recorded myself because I wanted it for me when I was home that I could just turn, you know, chant with myself and be back with the mountain and be back at the ranch. And um, a couple of days later, when I found it really soothing, I sent it to the marketing team because I thought, hey, if you want to, you know, if you want to keep in touch with our guests that are all kind of like me, stuck in our homes, isolated, maybe they could enjoy it. So you can find that on the ranch website. That's rancholeporta.com. And I think you can just type in Jill Theory or Om Chant and it'll come up. Nice. You know, oh, I, and, oh, and I have a Facebook page. So for a while I was doing Facebook live chants for doing the, you know, three months that I was isolated before I went back to work. So if you go to um, at Club Change now, actually now it's on the Face Club, it's on the Club Change members page. So they, you can, somebody can email me through my website and I'll send you to a Facebook that has about 20, um, 10 to 20 minute chants on it on my Facebook live. Some of the viewers are commenting that I even look and sound calmer since doing just those few minutes of chat. And, and people have to understand, like not everybody has an hour to meditate twice a day, but even just taking like the five minutes that we took this morning can make a difference. Yes. Oh, definitely. Five minutes, two minutes. So we, I mean, the research shows frequency is more important than length of time. So the more often you can practice just stopping and sitting. And if, if you, like me, find that OM really helps you do that, if you can just sit and take a breath, you don't even have to do it out loud. You could just sit and go. And you'll feel the breath. It's almost like humming. And you could do that. And it, it will bring you peace. It will bring you calmness. It will bring you the opportunity to choose being in your present moment, in your body, in your breath right then. Um, and for me, it helps me be in truth of that present moment versus in whatever I'm spinning or judging or whatever thing I'm grasping onto or evaluating or rushing to in the future. It's super helpful for me to simply be the best I can be and then share it the best I can with the rest, with everyone, with you. Thank you. Chris says she's curious about the call and response. Okay, should we do one? We'll do one more. We'll do a call and response. So um, let's do, there's a classic yoga chant that's call and response. And so because it's more syllables and more words, what I'll do is I'll, I'll bring us into a restful place and I will increase the speed so that by the last time you're chanting it with me, um, and I'll do the rain stick again, which will tell us from the second to the last one. We'll do it one more time. And then we'll sit in silence. And then we'll, we'll close the meditation part with an om and a namaste. How does that sound? Does that sound Sounds good? Sounds wonderful. Okay, perfect. All right. <clears throat> so let's close our eyes, tuck in our chin. Come into your breath. Chant, I want you to repeat after me. However you're able, 
know that you're chanting to all the yogic principles that you can live them in your life, all eight limbs of yoga, be them, breathe them and share them with the people around you. And again, these sound vibrations travel both within and without. So please repeat after me. Loka Samasta Sukino Bavantu 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 Loka Inhale, love. Exhale, grace, peace, and enoughness. Right here, right now. I invite you to bring your palms together for our last chant together in this session. Maybe have your thumbs touch your heart space, loosen your knuckles a little bit so that you're cupping your hands to feel yourself giving and receiving these loving and lovely sound vibrations. We'll chant OM three times, and then we'll end with a namaste. Please join me for three OMs. Spirit, light, and voice in me 
honor the spirit life and voice in you and all other sentient beings. Namaste. Namaste. That was lovely. Do you have any CDs that people can listen to? Not yet. So um, that's a work in progress. And I do have some people that have requested recordings of the Zoom class. And so um, if someone is interested in that, they can contribute to um, Club Change on my website and send me an email and I'll send them a recording link. That's what we've got thus far. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, it, it, I've had a few yoga teachers on the show and they usually use music and I always get a, a copyright strike because you can't do that. But I don't think like these sounds are copyrighted, right? Uh, not that I know of. So um, no, because you could actually, actually anyone who's super interested in this, you could YouTube chants. And you can find a gazillion chants that you could put on as background music or buy CDs. I mean, some people have their own intellectual property, but right now I don't. So you can just join me however you want or join anyone um, on YouTube or on iTunes or wherever. One of my first teachers is uh, Richard Friedman and he has some CDs out that that was my initial entry and from my first yoga teacher in the Bay Area. So you go ex explore and find your favorite. And if I end up being one of your favorites, that'd be great and come join me on Zoom. Nice. When I Googled um, the phrase you were chanting, it said, may all beings everywhere be happy and free. Yes, yes. And in Threshold Choir, we actually, those songs are, um, are they're, um, they're protected, but there is someone who has put that to a tune in English. Um, and we sing it sometimes in the chant class at the ranch um, because you can chant in English. You could put a tune, you know, it's like, it, it essentially, may all beings be happy, you know, and we'll, and we'll respond with that. And it's, it's a beautiful way to be in breath, be in chant. I mean, you could chant in Latin, the indigenous people chanted. I mean, all people chant in their languages. There's Gregorian chant. That's all chant. Um, I just find that the Sanskrit chants, and in fact, we, we didn't mention this, but I think that's helpful in getting us out of our brains is when you're chanting in a language where you don't know what you're saying, but you know the meaning of it. And it allows you to phonetically move breath in your body in a unique way. I think that's really helpful for the peaceful practice is doing it in Sanskrit because, because you're not thinking about it. You're simply being sound and breath and loving intentions. Nice. I love it. And so much of our audience follows a vegan diet and those beings are happy and free when we don't eat them. <laughs> they like, are. You know, you think and, and, you know, Sanskrit was, I want to say, um, Indian um, and the Indian, right? I mean, a lot of them are vegan or vegetarian. A lot of the yoga principles, you know, it's about breath and chant and, and treating this body like the container that it is and allowing it to fully express itself, um, you know, in all of the principles of being non-greedy and sharing and 
Yeah. Laura, who's watching live, says she loves chanting. It's been the primary healing force throughout her life. Wow, that's powerful. I love that. It's been a primary healing um, practice for me as well. And so, Laura, if you want to reach out to me and we can practice together, I'd, I'd love to hear about how you do that. That is great. This was such a lovely way to start the day. You know, I think it worked out better doing it earlier because like kind of setting the intention for the day. Yeah. And um, we could, I could teach you a chant for wellness that, you know, green Tata represents health and wellness. And we do a chant that I'll, I'll just chant it right now here for you. And then you can chant it on the plane on your way to your surgery for your dawn. Thank you. And it is Omitare. To today, today so hard. That is it. And it's invoking green tada and bringing wellness and wholeness. So the definition of wellness is wholeness. And it brings that to you and to the veterinarian who's performing the surgery. And to what's your dog's name? Bailey. Bailey. And to Bailey. Thank you. I, I will listen to this and get that in my head before we take off. You know, other animals use sound for important things too. Right. And think of like dolphins and bats that use sonar. So sound healing is the same. I mean, they, they see through sound vibrations, right? So, I mean, if, I mean, breath and just air has sound as well. You know, think of like an avalanche or, um, you know, sound can move things, sound can heal things. Breath has sound, it's all, it's all tied in. And I'm not, I wouldn't consider myself an expert. I consider myself a very passionate, expert professional student <laughs> of sound it. healing and chant. Well, it's just lovely. Thank you so much, Jill. This was Thank lovely. You, Chef AJ. My pleasure. Look forward to seeing you at the ranch. And if anyone's interested in experiencing Rancho La Puerta with me and my group at a special rate, please email help at chefaj.com. Thanks so much for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back tomorrow when my guest is Kathy Davis. She's going to be doing a cooking demonstration from an RV that she now lives in full time. And if she can make healthy eating work in that small of a space, I'm sure you can.